Welcome to Financial Education for Nation. My name's Warren Shooting. Today, how can you stay in a happy relationship and manage your money? Valentine's Day special. This episode has been sponsored by Idealo, the price comparison website. Relationships and money. Happy Valentine's Day. I'm actually recording this on my daughter Isabella's birthday. So happy birthday, Bella. Um, not that you listen to my podcast, but um, hey, you may do one day. You never know. So she's 14 today and um, she's got some schoolwork to do at the moment. But then we're going to have lots of celebrations a bit later on, which will be great. I'm looking forward to that what it's like to be 14. I do remember. That was a great time, great age. So um, they say more relationships break down over money challenges than almost anything else. I think it's second to infidelity. Okay, so if we can nail the um, financial aspect, I actually think you nail the infidelity aspect too, but I'm not a relationship counsellor. Hey, I'm just a straight old financial planner. And um, I think you can take a lot out of the equation because it all comes down to values, okay? And we'll touch on those in a second. But what I wanna to say to you is, couples that plan together, stay together. And what I mean by that is, if you make a plan together, your future vision is aligned together. And it sounds corny, the couples that plan together, stay together, but it's so true, because if you're making your everyone plans whether it's intentionally or unintentionally and if you're you're planning your own future and your partner's planning their own future you could be going off at tangents and you'll work you'll go down that road and one day you'll find out that oh shoot we've drifted apart and i'm not saying all relationships break down like this and forgive me if you've been in a relationship broken down my aim isn't to try and think i know everything about everything but what i do understand is human psychology and i understand about our values and our needs and our vision and what we want to achieve and couples who plan together stay together so what i mean by that is let's create a compelling vision step one in the money plan that includes both of your values both your dreams um and a key to a successful relationship i think everyone will agree is communication and communication remember is a two-way thing okay it's verbalizing stum, listen listen not hear listen take it in understand what do they mean by that and then communication is so when you said that explain to me what did you mean by that let me try and understand a bit more about that about you I've never asked you about that. Tell me a bit more. And I think the key to a great relationship is great questions. Okay, so if you can communicate and ask some great questions and listen to the response you're getting and then feedback and really try to understand what the individual, your partner or your business partner or your family member, whoever it might be, because relationships aren't just sexual relationships. They're just relationships with ourselves and others. Do you really know, do you really know what your partner wants to achieve in life? And if you do, are you taking that into account with your compelling vision? Because it's a relationship. Now, a relationship means that you give and you receive. So I believe I've given up so many things in my life for my relationship, but I've gained tenfold a hundredfold more back in return for what I've given up and I think I would have been further along the line in different areas probably financially 
but I would be in way, way, way back in other areas. I would actually include happiness in there. So it's a balancing act in life. And I think with our relationship, it's do you know what your partner wants to achieve in their life, both personally and professionally? And do they know what you want to achieve both personally and professionally? So you have this communication so people know so you can align your outcomes, your vision, to so create this compelling vision together so you can go forth together and achieve more than you would on your own. Because I think I, for example, have achieved an awful lot more by being in a relationship than I would have done on my own. Overall, absolutely, without a question of doubt. Um, and if you don't know what your partner, significant other, spouse, whatever term we want to give um, to this, wants to achieve, how can you help them be truly happy with who they are and what they want to achieve? How can you support them? Because we know in relationships, the happier your partner is, the happier you normally are. Um, I know there's a you know, all these old sort of sayings and jokes, you know, happy wife, happy life and things, but it's true. You know, if you if your partner is happy, if you're you can be happy. You know, if you're living with someone who's unhappy, often, often it's a generalization, but often it's a breakdown in values. What's important to them? They're not achieving. They've got this image in their mind, you know, internally, whether they're consciously aware of it or not. They told themselves a story when they were younger. I would have this when I grow up whatever that this might be, and it's not being fulfilled. They're not stepping into that image. And as they get closer to that image, it's getting further away. So they're almost pushing it away. So they kind of feel as though they're not actually making any progress. And that is disheartening. And that's why you've got to set this compelling vision. So you've got something to aim for. And then you have these check-ins, these five, 10, three, one-year goals. But even a year's too long, remember? So we have them breaking down into quarters. If I set myself a goal that I want to achieve X, whatever X is, and it's so far in the future, and I do nothing else, don't only break down, I just focus on X. Unless you have complete tenacity and focus and tunnel vision, you're probably going to go off wobble a bit. So you need these stepping stones along the way. And sharing those stepping stones with your partner allows you to fulfill this quicker uh, and be more comfortable and happy along the journey. So what I recommend you do is you have a date night, a monthly date night. So Nikki and I have always done this. Um, <laughs> we call it Friday night party night. Uh, Friday night is our night. We actually have it every week. We're very lucky. Um, but you know, once a month, once a month, date night and use that as an opportunity to be a couple again so you you're no longer all your other values all your other hats sorry are on your head boss husband uh, sorry boss um yeah husband um brother sister father um everything else that you carry counselor whatever you might be and you are now a couple again you're back to where you were at the beginning when you were first in love and then you start asking yourselves the questions that will then start building your future of, hey, where are we going? What's this about? What, what do you want to achieve? Where do you want to be in 10 years? What should we do? What can we do to make this exciting? Now, sometimes one of the parties is not so engaging in this. You've not, sometimes got one driver and the other one is less engaging. But I assure you, the more you do it, the more engaging they will be. And the whole idea behind it is to set a compelling vision so you know where you're aiming towards, okay? But then have check-ins 
And if you've got someone who is less engaging, have a check-in that's fairly soon so they can get a reference point. They think, oh, this works. This works. So it might be something simple as, I want to have a bit of fun. You know, I've been in lockdown now. It's winter in the UK. We're having this recording in February. It's a bit rubbish. So therefore, want some fun. So make a fun night. So have a fun night. So um, I know lots of people have been doing this for, for Bella's birthday today. We've got an itinerary for a birthday. Woke up, did this, that, the other. There's a whole list of things. And she'll do a birthday present hunt uh, this afternoon for some of her presents and stuff. It, some things that don't actually cost money that you can do and have some excitement with. So it takes intentional thought um, to do it. But you've got to put a, put a bit of thought into that. Um, ask your partner when do you hope to retire you know, what's the plan here you know has having a conflation with a um a reader just last week i think it was about their age gap one was 15 years older than the other and it's like when are they going to retire you know, when do they want to retire you know, what do they want to do in that chapter of their life let's start digging a bit deeper um so you can really get excited about the future together because you have to make your future brighter than your past your future has to be bigger and brighter and bolder than your past and you both have got to be in that picture that image you know when you think about the future don't just see your wife or your partner there with all your kids and things and you not being there because that's manifesting something you know you've got to be in that image so you see both of you in that image having fun seeing it nice and bright lots of great things happening doing the things together that you want to do people don't want pensions and they don't want to overpay their mortgage what they want is what a pension will give them they want that passive reoccurring income so they wake up every day bang money can hit the bank out they get paid automatically that's what they want financial freedom so when you're talking about, hey, look, we need to put more money into the pension, link it to so that we can fill the blank, you know, so that we can go on a holiday to Bali, so that we can retire at 55 rather than 65. You know, it's like if you're discussing a big purchase, so whatever the blank is, I don't want to say what the blank is because everything's different for everyone. So it might be let's defer buying the new car so that we invest that money and therefore we can retire at 55 which is only five years away or 10 years away rather than 65. Um, let's forego getting a brand new iPhone every year or mobile phone every year and let's top up our pensions instead by that monthly payment we do so that we can retire at 55 or 65 or whatever it is so when we retire what are we going to do let's have a bucket list of dreams ambitions i have one of all the things i want to do when i do reach retirement and we talk about it. i said yeah i said the other day i'd really really be interested in researching more in my family tree but not at home like just doing it actually going off around the world and traveling i'm very lucky to have family in america and australia you know going over there and just checking things out but i would like also like to visit every safe country in the world i'm not really into going to places that aren't particularly safe i'm quite a cautious person really when you are in your retirement years you look back with such fondness and such admiration of your retirement years so of your earlier retirement years um and we have windows in life and uh, if you're in the accumulation phase or i call your wealth window creating wealth for your retirement your independence period you need to try and put as much money as your way so that when you come to your 
independent period, your wealth, your retirement period, you have the money that you can spend on and travel and create the dreams that you want to. Whatever things are for you, you may not enjoy traveling. So, you know, it's not right for me to say go traveling. Let me talk about values as well, value conflict. So when there's an argument about money, well, there's an argument about most things, really, the argument rarely is about the thing you're arguing about, okay? The argument normally is about a values conflict. So let me give you an example. So Nikki and I first got together. She would come home. Uh, we were both on modest incomes. We were working heart out. She was actually earning more than me. I was studying in the books virtually all the time. And uh, she'd come home. She was earning good money. And she'd come over with shopping bags from a shopping day with her friends. And she'd have a great day. She'd keep the door shut and come in. And I would look at the bags and I'd get kind of annoyed. I wouldn't get angry. I'd get a bit frustrated inside. And she could tell me, what's wrong? She's like, well, why are you going spending all that money? You know, what are you doing? It's a waste of money. It wasn't about the shopping. That wasn't the thing. What it was, was I saw, I linked spending money to moving away from financial freedom. That's what's important to me. I, it was, I, I came from a very modest background when I was growing up. And it was very important to me that I was financially independent, financially free of anything. So I moved away from shopping because that took me further away from being financially free. And I wanted to accumulate and save and invest money. Whereas she linked to shopping, having fun and enjoyment. So when I got frustrated or angry or annoyed, annoyed would be a better word, wasn't angry, annoyed with her about shopping, um, she thought I didn't want her to have fun. And it took us to sit down and have the conversation and say, hey, look, this is how I'm feeling. I think sometimes you need those open conversations to say, hey, look, this is how I'm feeling. Let's have the conversation around your shopping and my values and your values and let's try and get something in alignment and it was right early on in my career that I developed the bank account system and the bank account system was developed intentionally for that purpose it was it was it was actually intentionally originally developed because I had clients coming in and they had too much money uh, too much surplus money that they couldn't account for but it then morphed into Nikki and I be able to manage our money. So we have one account that covers all the bills. Money goes into there. We know the bills are covered. And then we have our WAM, our allowance, every week paid into our individual accounts. And Nikki loves spending money and she'll buy things mainly for other people than herself. But that gives her joy and pleasure. And do you know what? Well done to her. That's absolutely fine. Because I know she sticks within her WAM, her allowance. And I don't mind what she spends it on or who she spends it on because that's my allocation or our allocation to that spending. I have the same. Mine kind of accumulates. I normally buy a couple of bigger items and yeah, spending money is less of an issue for me. Um, but yeah, that's worked out. And what happens is we know our bills are covered. We know we're saving for our future. Uh, we still have uh, spirited debates about increasing our uh, investing, but we have the conversation about it. So check that out. Have a look. Have the date night. Create the compelling vision. Set some goals. Get some short-term targets in there for each other. Make your future bigger than your past for both of you. Make sure it's compelling for both of you. Make sure it's something that really excites you because the future should be really exciting. Um, and I really think it is. And I think you only grow old when your um, memories outweigh your dreams. Okay, so make sure you make something of that. So this week, five things that you can do to improve your money and relationships. Ask your partner, what's important to you about money? Get their values. What's important to you about money? Okay, list that through. Uh, number two, make a life plan together, just like we were speak, speaking about, and ask yourselves, how do you want to live the rest of your life? 
This isn't a dress rehearsal, guys. We get one shot at it. How do you want to live the rest of your life? What's got to be in there? Let's make sure we do those things as we go through our life together. Um, set up the joint bank account system. Set up the bank account system. Have your WAMs each. Stick to your WAM. It works. It's worked for hundreds, thousands of people. Um, it will work for you. Uh, number four, if one of you is a non-taxpayer and one of you is a basic taxpayer, rate taxpayer, make sure you're claiming the marriage allowance. That could save you about £250 a year and you can claim back four years, which is a biggie. Um, and then number five, Agree a threshold spend for large items. So if you're going to go and buy something, just agree a threshold spend. Say, okay, well, if it's over X amount, whatever that might be for your, your spending, we're just going to run it past each other so we're on the same page. Okay, that's the top five things for this week. Uh, a couple of points in the news this week. HMRC announced that more than 10.7 million people have submitted their 1920 tax returns. However, there's still 1.8 million people out there who are late filers. Uh, they will avoid penalties until the 28th of February, but they are being charged interest. So uh, remember, HMRC have got some great videos on that. So you can go to HMR website and uh, watch those, how to help you do it. Lots in the news about the budget coming up. I think it's 3rd of March. Um, what's going to happen with the tax rates and stuff. The Conservative Manifesto in 2019 did say, we promise not to raise the rate of income tax national insurance with VAT. So that's three taxes, which I think they'll adhere to, they'll stick to. However, they might change the thresholds in which companies pay those things at. Um, they might change capital gains tax. So if you've got a buy select you're thinking of selling, might be a good opportunity to revisit that right now. You've got a company, you think about company profits. If you've got, they think about corporation tax rates rising as well. Um, or they're looking at possibly a brand new levy, national insurance tax, called the pandemic recovery levy. Um, me personally, I don't think there's going to be an awful lot in there. I don't think there's going to be a lot in there. I, don't, I think the economy's too fragile. He's not going to spook anyone. And um, the most important thing is he keeps the stove, the fire um, burning. But we'll see. We'll see. A couple of questions in from the readers this week. Uh, this is one of the things I mentioned in the main body. Um, my husband is 15 year old, years older than I am and I need help planning. How should I invest my pension and my mortgage? Sorry, and repay my mortgage. So what I basically said to her was, um, hey, look, you need to set your retirement date together because most people want to retire together because it's about having that next chapter of our life. So it means you get an extra long retirement. Um, but it does mean you've got to focus down. So set your mortgage retirement date to the same date, so roughly 15 years or less, obviously. Um, overpay on your mortgage, get your mortgage paid down, and then target your retirement income for 15 years. Yeah, it might pay a bit more work, but you'll have a great retirement. My son has been playing the investment game. He's done really well. He now wants to buy shares. Can he do it? Okay, so you have to be 18 years old to buy shares. Okay, so your son can't buy shares. However, he could buy them in a junior ISA or in a pension. So you can have a pension, which is great, very tax efficient. You could buy them in a junior ISA. Um, or you could open an account and you could trade the account together effectively. The smartest spender. The smartest spender is the section of the show that is sponsored by Idelo. Idelo is the price comparison website that I've used now for a long time. I use it this week. I use it all the time. I think it's a fantastic tool um, and my family use it as well. You type in the item you want, it goes off into the internet and finds the best deals on those items and it comes back. But that's not it. 
That's great in itself. What else it does, it also then shows you a price history of the item. So you know whether the price is at a low or a high. And you can see, actually, it's not a bad time to buy. It seems pretty low at the moment. Now, I can see it does go back up and down. So um, whether you're buying a special one-off item or whether you're buying sort of regular items all the time, it's not really a groceries kind of thing, but um, it's great for all the stuff that I'm using here in the uh, in the studio. I've run through Idelo and just done a price comparison. So yeah, I like it. It's good. See, getting rich isn't about not spending money, okay? Because then you break people's values. It's about being smart with your money. And when you've got the bank account system set up and you've got your bills account covering all your overheads, and you know you've got those down, you've got your WAM going into special house. When you're buying something with your WAM, hey, just get the best price for it and enjoy the thing you're buying. There's nothing wrong with spending money. It's just make sure you get the best deal. So what do they think is likely to dip in price this week? What can we get a special deal on? Um, the thing that really jumped out to me was camera tripods down 15%. I've got like loads from around in this room already. Um, so I don't need any more camera tripods, but they are really, really handy, especially if you've got a big camera um, to carry around. Um, kids shoes down 11%. You know what, we got shoes going back to school in September, but I don't think they've even been used yet, hardly. So uh, I don't think there'll be uh, much uh, wear and tear on those. And makeup is down 10%. So even if you're at home, you go on these date nights, going out with your Valentine, and uh, or maybe staying in on these date nights at the moment because we're in lockdown, um, you still need to look good. So men, ladies, get your makeup out. Uh, they think this week is a good time for buying a vacuum cleaner. Now, I've got to say, this is going to sound really lame, we got like an amazing vacuum cleaner. <laughs> um, G-Tech, I think it's called. It is so, so cool. Um, and again, we ran it through Idelo, got the best price on it. Uh, it is super light. It's a electric battery driven, so it's not um, plugged in. And um, yeah, it's awesome. Uh, my mum actually was recommended it by her friend. So we bought my mum one for Christmas and she absolutely loved it. And then Nikki was using it. She's like, this is so good. So we went on to Idelo, found the best price and bought ourselves one. And uh, it is really, really good. It's light, it's easy. It's almost like the old sweeper, sweepers. If you're an older person like myself, you remember a sweeper, you used to go around sweeping rather than vacuuming. Um, but it's a vacuum and it's battery driven um, and it is super, super powerful. So um, I think it's called G-Tech. If you're interested, message me and um, I can always let you know what model it is and stuff. But um, yeah, we really liked it. But they say that buying a vacuum cleaner this month, you could save on average 30 pounds compared to the most expensive month, in no which is in November. So this week, they reckon that UK consumers are gonna be buying bread makers. Now, I don't blame them because I love bread, love bread freshly baked bread. I don't eat a lot of bread because it doesn't love me. But um, yeah, that would be great. We had a bread maker. We found we were eating too much bread. So we kind of got rid of it, sold it on eBay. Um, but um, yeah, it is, it is pretty cool to have that. It's uh, But they're saying the bread making machines takes all the hard work out of it and you can just be on a Zoom call while making bread. So yeah, I get it. I like bread too much. <laughs> so this is Financial Education Nation. Thank you for watching and listening. Please keep sending your messages in um, and keep sending the reviews. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you hit the subscribe button. I would appreciate that. And also on uh, listen on your podcast, make sure you hit subscribe and hit the bell button so you get reminded when we do updates. Um, it's a pleasure to talk to you. I like to answer any questions you've got. Until next time, stay safe and take care.
If you haven't yet subscribed to my channel, please do so. There's a great number of back issues to go through and remember. What makes us different on your financial journey is the support with access to downloads and templates on warrenshoot.com, the YouTube videos and podcasts, as well as access to me, a multi-award winning certified financial planner and certified international coach. So please do engage and let's get your finances sorted together. Thank you to Idealo for supporting this show and for you for listening. The Money Planner is edited and produced by the amazingly talented Vince Wakeman at Avando Systems.